This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Fernando Blanco Cesena says that he was abducted, violently mistreated, and extorted by a powerful and aggressive drug trafficker he asked Detectiva not to name. I'll call him Steve. Blanquio says that the various conflicts had to do with other people skimming off of Steve's money through the purchasing and reselling of airplanes and then blaming Blanquio. Steve then had Blanquio picked up, taken to a fine steak lunch, and then delivered to a federal police commander's apartment for torture. She started complaining and abusing me in a way I don't even want to describe, man. La calentada. And that kind of things. They tie me up. He then proceeded to force Blanquio to transfer funds, sell and sign over his planes, and do whatever he could to come up with the money Steve claimed is rightfully his. They take some of my belongings, obviously for a fraction of value, a total abuse. Even so, like I told you, two months and 11 days, and then I escape. In his first recorded interviews with Detective, Blinkio used what seemed to be a euphemism for extreme violence to describe how he escaped. Later, in his second round of recorded interviews, he didn't want to talk about it. I escape. I can't tell you exactly how. Since I only have access to the transcripts and audio files of Blinkio's interviews, I have no way of knowing if he's lying, and if so, about what. Did Blinkio kill someone to escape his kidnapping? Or did he insinuate that he killed someone to conceal something else? I don't know. But this is the only moment in his story when he hints at being involved directly in the kinds of violence his industry is known for. However he did it, Blinkio says that he escaped and went on the run. I leave for Baja California again, where I'm kept safe and protected. Back home, stripped of his planes and a number of assets, 
Blankio pooled his resources and got back to work. I buy another plane, a Seneca, and get back to work transporting lobster, abalone, and passengers throughout the island of the peninsula, Cedros and Natividad Islands, the fisheries. He says that he meant to step out of the illicit shipping business. We're happy. Relax in La Paz. Settle in. My son in school, my wife, content. But every time Blinkiel says that he intended to step away from the business, he only ended up getting in deeper. The United States government has a proven track record of supporting democratically elected governments involved in drug trafficking while those governments are in power and actually trafficking drugs. Once they are out of power and no longer trafficking drugs, and once their reputations become the focus of unbridled social loathing, then the U.S. likes to come in and say, these were very corrupt governments, they trafficked drugs. While examples are plentiful, the relatively recent case of Genaro Garcia Luna truly shines. Garcia Luna served as the Secretary of Public Security during the 2006-2012 administration of Felipe Calderón. As such, he was one of the top generals in the administration's self-proclaimed and overwhelmingly horrendous war on drug traffickers. During his full, uninterrupted tenure, both the Bush and Obama administrations praised Garcia Luna and the Calderón administration. They also backed that praise up with over a billion dollars in military and espionage equipment and training as part of the Merida Initiative. Garcia Luna was the public face of Mexico's brave commitment to fight the U.S.-led war on drugs. Until, of course, U.S. federal agents arrested him in Dallas in 2019 on charges of taking millions of dollars in bribes. Although, the idea of bribes is misleading. For what Garcia Luna and those like him really did was charge millions of dollars for using his office to guide and protect the drug shipments and personnel of the payees, and to kill or arrest and seize the drug shipments of their competitors. The payees, in this case, were Blinkfield's friends in Sinaloa. My name is Supone, it's John Gibbler, and this, in a sense, is Transportista. Episode 7, The Deal. Blengio says that he was living quietly by the sea when El Mayo Zambada's people found him in Baja California and asked for a favor, a phrase Blengio uses instead of gave an order. Thus, he started using his contacts and logistical talents to purchase more planes and move more cocaine. But the person he coordinated with, he says, was sloppy and greedy, lost two major shipments as well as both planes, and was killed. This man's murder appears, in Blankio's telling, only in the passive voice. Through another series of ups and downs, Blankio got divorced and met a second wife, a British woman, at Teotihuacan. After suffering a miscarriage, they decided to move to England. Blankio says that he was tired and wanted, once again, to get out of the business. He got to work in England and Switzerland. Soon it was the year 2000, and Mexico was on the cusp of major political change. Former Coca-Cola executive and rancher Vicente Fox from the right-wing National Action Party broke 71 years of single-party rule in Mexico with his election in 2000. Uh, 
was in England when the center won. I was happy, honestly. But I was relaxed there. Though, I keep in touch with my friend Arturo. He asked for a favor related, well, you know, to the planes. Here he's referring to Arturo Beltran Leiva, the violent drug trafficker who would be murdered by Mexican Marines years later. Beltran Leiva called Blenquio, he says, with some unexpected news. And says his friend is getting out of jail. He's getting out. I tell him, how come? He's got years left, our short friend. No, not years. Come back, he told me, so you can lend us a hand. Lamentablemente, el día de ayer, el director del centro notificó de la ausencia del señor Joaquín Guzmán Loera, alias El Chapo Guzmán. The short friend was, of course, Joaquín El Chapo Guzmán, and getting out meant escaping from the Puente Grande Maximum Security Prison. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling, and it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. I flew to planes to Culiacan for them, for the matters they were tending to, so to say. We can keep it at that. I left a couple of small planes there, and I really did fly back to England, back to my quiet life. But then, back in England, Blinkio got some bad news. Steve, the former business partner who kidnapped, tortured, and extorted him for two-plus months, had been arrested. Steve, of course, knew a lot of things about Blinkio's businesses. They get the news immediately. And I naturally get worried, you know, because our relationship was so close and it wasn't in vain. Because he raided on me, and not only on me, he raided on pretty much everyone. Thus, with his true identity in Mexico blown, Blinkio had even more reason to stay put in Europe. So there I am, living the good life in Europe, so to say. One day, find me in England. Again, it was El Mayo whom he calls El Señor, 
asking for a favor. Another recommendation from El Señor again. So I can do them the favor of locating a couple of new submarine vessels, submarines that were located in the Soviet Union. Blinkyu says that he traveled all over the place, putting together the contacts necessary to purchase and move the submarines. He then went to give his report to El Mayo. I arrived to Mexico to announce the successful operation, so to say. And they tell me, I have some bad news for things. Because we don't need the submarines anymore, all the routes are clear. Both air and land. All the routes are clear meant that a successful business deal had been brokered with the new federal administration and the submarines would prove to be unnecessary. So what we need are planes, your planes, your two small planes. We're gonna need them. Though he says he tried to decline the offer. You can imagine, if you don't do it because you want to, you'll do it because you have to. Blinkio was back in business. They offered me to live for Venezuela. There were good relations there. There were people there. So they needed my helping hand again. So I did. I went to Venezuela and indeed, the connections went to the highest levels. There in Venezuela, the new story begins. Thank you speaking from a federal prison in North Carolina through an illegal cell phone with reporters in Mexico makes some very serious claims in this part of the story. And while it is impossible to discern precisely what is true and what is false only from his testimony, it is clear, by virtue of who he is and where he is, that there must be a significant degree of truth to his overall story. Blinkio claims that the Fox administration in Mexico and the Chavez administration in Venezuela made deals with the businessmen commonly referred to as the Sinaloa cartel to move mass amounts of South American cocaine from Venezuela into and through Mexico. For those of us who have already come to the conclusion that the only way for the global illegal drug industry to function on the scale that it actually does is through the systematic participation of the very state agencies tasked with policing that industry, Blinkio's revelations will not come as a surprise. For those who still believe that governments ban certain drugs because they're concerned about public health, they might be a bit harder to swallow. The U.S. government long accused Hugo Chavez of not taking the war on drugs seriously and supporting the Revolutionary Armed Forces of Colombia, the FARC, whom the U.S. claims financed its operations with cocaine sales. At the same time, during the early 2000s, the U.S. government praised Vicente Fox and the Mexican government for carrying out a successful democratic transition and fighting the war on drugs. According to Blenquio, both of those governments directly supported and profited from industrial-scale international drug trafficking. And while he doesn't claim to be among the top executives who brokered these deals, the story he tells, the story of a mid-level manager who still has to visit the warehouse, so to speak, presents a few interesting glimpses into how the industry operates. Before Blenquio could get started in Venezuela, however, he'd need a new identity. In the first place, I seek the ideal place of birth. In this case, I head to Michoacán. Chavinda. I had good friends there. 
I use it as a place of birth, and I produce a birth certificate. Well, I ask for it. But an authentic one. A legally valid document. So I have a Raul Jimenez Alfaro. Born in Chavinda, Michoacán. Next time. Transportista is a Detective production with Exile Content Studio in partnership with iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network. Directed and narrated by John Kibler. Transportista's voice by Joaquin Cosillo. Editing and sound design by Fernando de la Rosa and Pedro G. Garcia. Reporting by John Kibler and Menio Larios. Produced by Julio Gonzalez. Voice recording by Hugo Merino and Rene Garcia. Transportistas interviews translated by Carla Ruiz Argais. Production supervision by Nando Vila and Álvaro Céspedes. Associate producers Alonso Aguilar and Alejandro Durán. Diego Enrique Sorno is the creator and executive producer along with Daniel Eilenberg and Isaac Lee. Executive producers for iHeartMedia are Connell Byrne and Giselle Bunces. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr., And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Este Día de las Madres, únase a CARE para honrar la resiliencia de las madres en todo el mundo. En Sierra Leona, donde se enfrentan a una de las tasas de mortalidad materna más altas del mundo, una enfermera llamada Zainab no ha perdido a una sola madre bajo su supervisión. Con el apoyo del trabajo de CARE, la clínica alimentada por energía solar de Zainab se ha convertido en un faro de esperanza en la región. El espíritu de Zainab se extiende al trabajo de CARE en todo el mundo, con el objetivo de garantizar la seguridad de todas las madres durante el parto. Únase a nosotros para apoyar la salud materna. Obtenga más información en care.org barra oblicua madres.